Hello, and welcome to season four of Reading Radio. I'm Alora, And I'm Jason. Season four? Really? Yeah. As if we didn't just look that up right before we started to make sure. <laughs> we have to make sure we get in at numbers, right? Yeah, it's really confusing. We started in November of 2017, and we weren't talking about seasons then. It was just something we were doing. So Percy Jackson was actually our second episode. First, yeah. We had now an episode zero, which is now lost. Well, it's not lost. It's just been pulled off the website because the sound quality was so horrible. That's a book we might want to revisit. Ooh. Uh, it was Bridge to Terabithia, for those of you old enough to remember listening. So, but that first season was extra long because we weren't actually going to do seasons. And then we realized we probably need to break for the summer because we have lives. Yes. <laughs> and we don't make mo- enough money on this to do it full time. Although, if people want to support us, like on Patreon or, I don't know, Indiegogo or whatever those things are, we'd be glad to take your money. You can drop tips at reading-radio.com and let us buy some coffee down at the local coffee house. So a lot has happened over the summer. Yeah. Um, I was a ca- gone as a counselor for like a month over the summer. Yeah. Camp counselor. Yeah. Doing all sorts of fun camp outdoor things. That was a lot. We moved to a new house. We did move. So hopefully you hear a little bit better quality here recording. We are in our new, um, I'll figure out a clever name for it, studio. Um, <laughs> we're in a closet. We're in our green room. In our green. It's not green, though. We should paint it green. But the clothes around us are actually absorbing a lot of sound. So it, it hopefully we get a bit, little better quality, less echo. Mm-hmm. We aren't backed up to a busy street anymore, so no cars on the road. You might hear a TV downstairs if they turned it up really loud, but... Hopefully better quality all around. Yeah. Anything else? What's been going on? Started school again. Yeah, just um, started yesterday. Yesterday. That's weird. Feels like it's been longer. Taking three college courses this semester. Doing psychology, um, branding, and Adobe stuff. I forget the actual name of the class. Uh, and you're how old again? I'm 16. Which means you're getting cre- college credit before college that's always nice but it also means when we started this show i was 12 you were 12 so if you go back and listen to those first episodes her voice might be a little bit higher she might be a little bit more shy (laughs) oh my gosh all right so this month's book you may be familiar with it if you've been listening to the show for any period of time or if you are in the middle grade slash young adult world you had to have heard of it oh yeah it's percy jackson by Rick Riordan. Oh, I thought you were going to say, and the Lightning Thief. Oh, and the Lightning Thief. Yes, but by Rick Riordan. I always Riordan. forget that's a full title. Yes, it is. It's very important. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> now, as we mentioned, this was our second episode. Yeah. Uh, we decided to come back and visit it, uh, partly because we're going to do a crossover bonus episode this month with a similar podcast to us called When Harry Met Movies. They're another father-son, well, I say father-daughter, father-son combo, but they do movies, hence the name, When Harry Met Movies. And so we do books, they do movies. We thought we'd do a crossover. Mm-hmm. And they're just coming into that point where they thought Percy Jackson would be a good thing to do. Um, I warned them that I've heard it's a god-awful movie. You haven't seen the movie, have I have not have seen you? the movie. No, I'm, gonna, I'm this coming This will be really it, cool. Coming into it with fresh eyes. And it seems fitting because there's a ton of buzz around the Percy Jackson TV show. Which being, is, being rebooted. It's recor- being recorded now, I think. Yeah, so we can watch the god-awful movie, and then hopefully we'll watch the good TV show, and it'll oh, yeah. bring things back fun. around. So this is the second time we're reading this. Yeah. And it's our first repeat book. It is. So we've each read some of the books we've done previously. Like, I'd re- I had read some of the older books before, and you've read some of the mm-hmm. newer books, and then we come together and read them. But this is the first time as a show we're repeating a book. But that's the reason why. 
Hopefully you've read Percy Jackson either the first time with us or the second time with us. Spoiler free, I didn't look up our scores ahead of time. So spoiler free summary, you want to do that? And then we'll talk scores and then we'll talk age and then we'll get into the spoiler zone and talk everything about it. Yeah. Okay. So summary, it's about a boy named Percy Jackson who discovers that he is not like other kids. He is a demigod, which means one of his parents is one of the, well, is a god, a Greek god, specifically in this case. I feel like that's all I can really say without spoiling too much. Okay, well then there's the typical exploring the world through the eyes of the protagonist, Mm -hmm. learning all about it in that way, and all the normal things that happen when you discover that you're the chosen one slash special characters slash tribute slash every other trope that happens in YA. Right? Is that fair? Yeah. All right. So I didn't look up our scores from last time. Our scale, if you haven't listened to us before, we do one to five stars. One star being, I don't know why they wasted the paper. Uh, and five stars being, everybody should be forced to read this book. I think if we averaged our scores, most of them would come out right around that three and a half mark. Mm-hmm. There's been a few upper level books not really many down in the lower books. We try to be nice to authors because we know how hard it would be to write a book. There's probably some that if we went back, we'd rescore to be lower, but we won't talk about those right now. <laughs> what would you give Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief? That's so hard. I love this series, and I have since I was like 12 or 11. I think I read it all beforehand. Okay, but shove that all aside. It's not that good of a book. Oh! <laughs> Rick Riordan Rick just felt a chill. No, he doesn't care about us, but... Why? Okay. We'll talk about the why later. <laughs> I'd say three and a half, maybe well, that's four. that's not bad. Okay, now you're backing off. It wasn't that good of a book, and now you're going three no, and a half, four. No, I think three and a half, I think. Yeah, I'm going to go two and a half at the top. On this oh, one. that's harsh. I don't... It's a very... It's a much more middle grade book than mm-hmm. I remember it being. I thought it was a little more YA. It is super <laughs> middle grade. Like... Sixth grade is probably the target audience for this thing. I think it is. Um, I don't know if that's intentional. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just a 43-year-old man. So to me, this book was just like, really? Main character is just that dumb? That... He's also supposed to be 12. Fair enough. Okay, so he is dumb. I mean, 12-year-old yeah. brains are not fully developed. He's also... Uh, okay, that's a spoiler. Let me not say that. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I'm gonna, but I am going to go with like two and a half. Yeah. I would, I would read this to my kids. This is a great book to read with your kids. Like, if you go into it that mode. But as I'm not going to recommend an adult pick this book up for themselves. But if you've got a 10 or 11-year-old, read this book with them. They'll love it. You'll love it. It'll, you'll have a great time. That's what the show is all about. My score is strictly from that 43-year-old man who loves fantasy, loves mm-hmm. Greek mythology. But uh, this book, it's, it's quick, it's easy, but it's not worth my t- it wasn't worth my time. Okay, let's move into the spoiler zone so we can talk about some of the uh, reasons content why. Content? Oh, you're right. I apologize. Forgot about that. Content. So age restriction-wise, like I said, it's targeted middle grade. There's some potty stuff. Yeah. Definitely some toilet humor. That's not your thing. They never get any romance. There's no PG-13 material. Are there any swear words? I don't think so. I really don't think so, but don't hold no. it for that. I don't think they use swear words because in the second series, they all they have replacement words. Oh, so they went the, we're going to make up our own swear words route? Kind of. I actually liked that when it first came out. Now everybody does it. They say gods instead of, oh my God. They say that a lot, but I don't think they do it in the first 
and this I don't recall set. that. I don't think so. All right, so content-wise, I think it's P- it's PG for toilet humor, but a very soft PG. Talks about death and stuff. Yeah. That's a little bit. A little, a little morbid. That could be triggering, I suppose. Over- yeah, nothing b- bad in it. No, overall, pretty clean. Okay, we still don't have a stinger. I wish we did. And I, I'm not talented enough to make one, but if you are and you want to send it to us, admin at reading-radio.com. We'd appreciate it. But we're now going to enter... The Spoiler Zone. That's perfect. I'm going to take your voice. I'm going to put it over top of something, and I'm going to make a stinger out of that. Okay. That's my goal. <laughs> I'm going to learn. You should know how to do this. Oh, actually, you do more. I do know how to do it. Do you? Why yeah, are you I not doing so. this work for us? Why am I pay- I'm paying to send you to college. Do some work for the show. <laughs> uh, so one of the other things I was going to say before we entered the spoiler zone. So if you haven't read this book and you don't want to be spoiled, what are you doing here? We're going to talk all about the book. We're not going to hold anything back. You've been warned. He's also dyslexic. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm trying to think how that might have played in with some of the decision-making, but aren't they also ADD? Mm-hmm. A sign of being a demigod is that you're ADD and, and, dyslexic. Dys- and or dyslexic, which I thought was actually nice because you've got a lot of kids growing up neurodivergent. They're ADD. They, they're dyslexic. They're uh, autistic. And so to have a hero or a whole set of heroes that's like, hey, that's me. That's cool. That's why he wrote, he wrote yeah. it for his son, who was both. Absolutely. He ran out of stories to tell out of Greek <laughs> mythology. So he's like, I'm going to write my own. Abs- absolutely wonderful. I mean, our family has some of those, so it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd had that as a kid because I'm like, hey, that's me. Uh, that did play into some of his decision making, obviously. He's making bad, some bad decisions be- probably because of that and because he's 12. And they're just so unbelievable. <sighs> like, I just... <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to think right now of an example, but there's just, it. the whole thing felt like, nope, nope, stop, no, no. And it's not even like Harry Potter refuses to go to an adult and like going to an adult would have solved all his problems. This was even worse. It was like, hey, don't make the absolute worst decision. You'll probably be okay. Oh, no, you're going to make the worst decision possible. Good idea. Let's run with that. <laughs> like back talking the God of War, probably a bad idea. Yeah. Also the God of death. Yeah. Going into a casino, underage. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, while we're on this very important mission that's going to save the world, why don't we just stop off and play the slots? <laughs> really? <laughs> Oi. Okay, what happened to me? Okay, so let's start he's at the at school. Yeah, he's at school. Typical getting in trouble. Okay, it sets the scene. Nice. He's he's mm-hmm. a troublemaker, but it's not his fault. And yeah. we, we find out it really isn't his fault in a lot of cases. <laughs> Um, he's got the watcher character over, over him. That's kind of fun. Uh, I like Grover. I, his tra- kind of his tragic backstory. He's finding, trying to get a seeker's license. I really like Grover. I'm assuming you've read the whole series, so you probably are thinking of some of the things in the future, but just from this book, tell me about some of the characters that were attractive to you. I like Luke. From this book? Well, I'm trying to separate them. He's There's the no, bad guy in this I, book. I know he's the bad guy in this book. Spoiler alert. <laughs> like we didn't already. We're already in the spoiler zone. That's true. Annabeth's also really cool. I like Annabeth. I kind of like her. You're being an idiot, but I have to listen to you because you're technically the one in charge of this. Right. But she's Athena's child, yeah. right? So she's wise. Mm-hmm. Wise girl. And... <sighs> what came first? This or Harry Potter? Harry Potter. This came out in 2005. Okay, so it's totally the trope with the same trio. They're mm-hmm. almost the exact same characters. And so reading this, I felt like I read this story before. And not in the fact that I actually have read this book before, 
but it seems like let's take Harry Potter, change the themes and write my own version of it. Almost like, like a retelling because those, that trio is so similar. And that's one of the reasons I probably didn't enjoy it as much because I really, it really felt derivative. Mm-hmm. Now here I am talking about one of the best selling children's authors of all time. So who am I? Right. But it worked. It did. It did. And everyone tried it and a few were successful. Because there's a there's a few other books I've I've heard about I haven't actually read that copied that same model, like when it when something goes as big as Harry Potter everybody tries to capitalize on it. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the vampire series to come back out and be super popular again. I've got some ideas. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. So who were the other like why was Annabeth attractive? I like her personality, like the sarcasm. Her I feel like um her and Percy work well off of each other. The um, sarcasm back and forth. Okay. And you like to Grover too? Yeah. Why was that? I kind of like the whole, I have to do this. And you wouldn't want, like, you don't want me on a quest, even if you would get one. And the chance of that happening, how put down he was over Mm -hmm. the events that happened before. Oh, somebody died. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal, even in Greek world. What What characters did you like? Mr. D. Oh, I like him. I don't know if he becomes any less of a tool. <laughs> Not really. Later, okay. That's his personality the whole time. But he's his Dionysus, so I mean that's kind of his role to play. I did like him, Chiron. I, I liked the adult characters for for what little role they had to play. I liked Grover because he's the he actually had some character development. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like Percy had much development in this book. I don't think so. He was completely let's introduce the world not develop the character, whereas Grover had a tragic backstory that is then somewhat redeemed in this mm-hmm. book. And Annabeth was the same way. So Grover's the only one who had any character development. Annabeth had a, maybe a little bit. Who did? Annabeth maybe had a little bit. In what way? Which is the fact that she decided to go back and live with her dad at the end. Or at least try it again. Okay. I can, that's, I can see something That's something there. there. I like Sally, too. His mom. Oh, yeah. It was it was interesting that from the beginning you find out I mean, you really suspect in the beginning she didn't die, and then you find out you know the whole thing mm-hmm. that's going on. So for him to have that comeback, I like I like the plot line with Gabe. You know he's a jerk all the way through, and we've talked before about how some books have child protagonists are written almost from that point of view. So could was Gabe really that bad? Mm, that's interesting. Or is it you see this person as bad, and because you're Percy Jackson, and you, he's so bad. Could any human being really be that? And maybe there are. Maybe there are guys who are that big of jerks. She did kill him. So yeah. maybe he really was that bad. So what? I, some of the things I did like is this ties in really well with the Greek classics. Mm-hmm. So as a kid gets older, they will recognize some of these things. And maybe those classics like the Odyssey won't be so difficult. Like the, the Lotus Casino is a fairly obvious tie-in to the land of the lotus eaters they were they were kind of the trap for odysseus and his and his men and they were trapped just by they all they wanted to do was eat the lotus they were slothful that they lazy that's mm-hmm. all they cared about the same thing could have happened with the trio they could have been sucked into that so when those kids come along and, and are forced to read the odyssey which i've been actually been told we should read it's just intimidating <laughs> uh, we have to find a good modern translation or something that They'll, it'll be recognizable, and then they won't feel like they're reading something so foreign. Yeah. I have never read The Odyssey or no. any of that stuff. I used to have a copy. It's just a really thick book. And depending on the 
translation you get, it can be really hard to read. Mm. But if they've got a new modern version or something. So do you remember watching the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. That takes from the Iliad and the Odyssey and just totally <laughs> messes with it. So there you go. You've kind of been exposed. So when you read it, you'd be like, oh, that's where this is from. Like the sirens calling yeah. them down to the water. Like they tied themselves to the ship mast so that they wouldn't be brought in by but the sirens. But they could still hear it. Right. But then once they, they were able to coast past, so yeah. A lot of those references are like the big stories of Greek mythology get tied in throughout the series. Well, yeah, I would yeah. imagine so. All well, Greek stuff. I mean, J.K. Rowling did a good job of tying in the classics as well. To mm-hmm. make these things, you know, all the monsters and creatures to make these things. In this case, I'd imagine it's much more specific, especially when they refer to people like Heracles as being history, not myth. Yeah. So that's fun. I like how they reference, I think in this one they do a couple um, people, famous people that were demigods, but just like didn't mm. realize it because they're so small. Yeah, George Washington, I think they said yeah. was one. Yeah, they just, they mentioned that when they were introducing Percy to the world, helping him to understand it. I guess we might have wanted to talk about that in the beginning. The casino scene might be censored for some parents. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really do it. It was all video though. games and yeah. food and whatnot, so it wasn't anything. More like an extravagant hotel. Or like a, I imagine it's a big Chuck E. Cheese or Dave and Buster's. That's true. Like, that's the kind of atmosphere I imagined. What was your favorite scene? I kind of like the scene where they're at the car wash. They just got out of some battle, and Percy Iris messages for the first time. And he's talking to Luke, and then Annabeth and Grover just go off, and there's a ton of yelling over the music, and this conversation happens. Why was that intriguing? I think it's interesting because it brings Luke back as a character to set up for his betrayal in the end. Okay. Does that seem, seem like a throwaway scene to me? So it's interesting that also kind of like stood out I kind of like the simplicity of it too, like there is a moment of a respite in between all the chaos. Iris messaging seems like a cool thing. Mm-hmm. I of course uh, we talked about the toilet humor. I love the, I forget what the, the title was clever too, but I've become supreme lord of the bathroom. How do you remember that off the top of your head? Because you made a reference to it in our first time we did this, and I remembered it. All right. Well, yes, that's. I always love it when the bully gets it. Like I watch videos of bullies getting theirs to entertain myself and make me feel good about the world because there's nothing better than watching the bully get it it's a great moment so when not annabeth clarice gets toasted in the bathroom or in the i mean the capture the flag game kind of happened too so and they're all still questioning who's he's a kid of i can control water why the water healed me I exploded the bathroom. Well, there was also the gods of the river, right? So it could have been somebody minor or Hermes has like a, a what do they call him? Jack of all trades. Probably. But, well, when the big three aren't supposed to have kids. <laughs> yeah. I would hate to see what Hades kids look like. I bet they're all death metal singers. <laughs> <laughs> they're all, James, not even death metal. James Hetfield and uh, like Kurt Hammett from Metallica. They're children of Hades. <laughs> <laughs> but ACDC, Zeus, because... <laughs> You've been thunderstruck. Thunderstruck, exactly. Thank you so much for picking up what I'm laying down. <laughs> so while Allure was gone, she asked me to send her one dad joke a day on Marco Polo, and I did, and the hits keep coming, so... 
Anything else you want to you want to say about this book? I remember the first time we read this, I went to St. Louis shortly afterwards and saw the arch. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I've never seen it. The jump from the arch to the water is quite a distance. So, I don't know if that's feasible or not. Plot convenience and his god's Poseidon. Yeah, it's fair. God, his dad's Poseidon. That explains why he wasn't wet. Yes. But he could get wet if he wanted to. Yes. But that doesn't explain why he why he could he could take a shower when he was a kid. Uh-huh. Maybe the power's unlocked once he was in form. Once you've been claimed, here's some extra bonus powers. Well, but he was getting the he had the powers before Poseidon claimed him as soon as he got the half blood. Anything. How did that never Loa never notice anything like when he went to the beach or something? Plot convenience. <laughs> or plot armor. Is that what they call it? This is a problem. Did I break your brain? Yes. The yeah. brain has been thoroughly broke. Let's just assume that the powers don't kick in until you've uh, stepped on the You have to be grounds. in Camp Half-Blood yeah, or to... become 11 or 12. Something like that. Okay. That Maybe it kicks in if you're... Cause he, well, what did, could, did he do anything before? He handled the sword, but that wasn't necessarily anything he about Poseidon. He pulled Nancy into the fountain. That was unintentional, though. But he still used his power, so maybe it was, like, starting to come out, yeah. and then it's fully developed Because the monsters don't really smell them until they're 11 or 12, I think. Mm, so maybe that's the story. Yeah. Because there was a story somewhere that explains that. that's why teenagers smell so bad. Because <laughs> the water's not actually <laughs> affecting them like it should when they take a shower. Well, no? you, you think I'm a kid of Poseidon? No, because you don't stink. But I've been around some teens. I've also been around some teens. I'm sure you were at camp. A lot of kids have Poseidon at camp. Okay. Anything else to cover about this? Not really. I feel like the book's fairly simplistic. All right. So let's talk about the rest of the season. We've decided to do something a little bit new. Um, we're really excited about this, this idea. We're going to read some Obviously, classics and new books like we have before, but what we decided to do... Actually, why don't you tell it? I talk a lot. So what we've decided to do is take an old book, older book, like Peter Pan, Mary Poppins... Not Mary Poppins. Alice in Wonderland. And Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Those are our three. And then we're going to read a YA adaptation remake... Retelling. Retelling um, for the next book. Yes, yeah, so we're going to do those back to back. We've already picked out... At least the top three suspects for each of the ones for the retellings. For the retellings. So maybe we should maybe we could post that as a survey. Like here's oh. the three we were thinking of for Peter Pan. What's the most yeah. interesting? That might be fun. But for Halloween, for for our, our October episode, we're going to read The Legend of Sleepy Hollow by Irving Bert not Irving Berlin, Washington Irving. Yes. Yes. We've never actually, I've never actually read it. My exposure to it is strictly limited to the Disney cartoon that they made us watch every year in school with the Headless Horseman. So. I've gonna, never read it either. We debated between that. Us. We debated between that and Poe. Maybe we'll throw in a little bonus episode reading Annabelle Lee or the Raven or something. That'd be fun. I like the Annabelle Lee poems. But we'll hit that and then starting in our, our November show, we're going to kick it off with what we decided to do first. Peter Pan? Was it? I thought it was Wizard of Oz first. Okay, so the Wizard of Oz, which we could talk to when Harry met movies again, because that would be a nice crossover. If you've never read The Wizard of Oz, it is very different than the movie. Oh, is it? Yes. Very, very Ooh. different. There's Well, yes. It's very different. There's a lot of, a lot of differences to it. It will be interesting to read that. And I think I have an audible version where it is read by, I can see her face, Princess Diaries. 
I know who you're talking big about. Big Doe Eyes. Oh, garbage. What is her name? I don't know. Somebody's screaming at me. They're big fans at home. Like, they're, ah, you can't remember her. Mom would be screaming at you. Probably. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, Anne, I won't look, I'll look it up later. But uh, read by a, a nice celebrity reader. So The Wizard of Oz, and mm-hmm. then we're going to figure out which retelling we're going to yeah. do. So that'll be really exciting. Reading Radio is all about trying to build relationships through mutual love for literature. The reason we've kept doing this show as long as we have is because reading books together, or at least near each other, reading the same things, gives us something to talk about. It helps us connect about politics, religion, uh, life choices, just so many concepts and, and topics have come up. We hope you'll join us in having these discussions. You can find out all the information you want about us at reading-radio.com. Someday we'll get the non-dash domain name, but maybe not now. Hopefully, see you soon. And until then, happy reading. Happy reading. Reading Radio is a podcast released under a Creative Commons 3.0 share-alike license. The music that you're now hearing is by Kevin McLeod of Income Tech, also released under Creative Commons share-alike attribution license, which means you can use this show for any non-commercial purpose as long as you give us credit. All notes and anything else you'd want to find out about Reading Radio can be found at reading-radio.com. If you head over there, you can subscribe to this podcast as well as join our Facebook group where you can contribute to telling us what books you should read because Reading Radio is all about bringing families and friends together through a mutual love of young adult literature, and we'd love for you to join us. Happy reading.